Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 83, episode 5 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries fuck and fuck Fox News. Fuck. It's Friday, May 24th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Squirrel. You'll be O'Brien soon. Squirrel He'll be your man Love you so much, Kit No, we're going to <laughs> That was courtesy of oh. At Velveeta under H1 And I'm thrilled to be joined as always By my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray Miles Lamos Let the river take you miles down the coast Greg Quiero Un amigo, Miles Lamos. Wait, is that what it says? Make, let the rhythm take you. Let the rhythm let take the, you over. Oh, I thought you said. I believe. Let the river. That's what I said. Oh. Well, that's what Hannah Soltis said. Oh, because is that a reference to something? Uh, the song Bailamos by Enrique Iglesias. No, but the river thing. Is that part of the Miles Gray uh, mythos? Oh, it's like part of my brand? Let yeah. the river. No, but you know, I, I do. I don't know. I've. You did used to fuck with the L.A. River. I used to fuck with the L.A. River. I used to hide yeah. weed by the L.A. River. I used to navigate the L.A. River. Maybe that's what it is. No, at times I have said philosophically to let the river take you. Like oh. about like more spiritually, like don't if you fear if you see adversity, don't resist it, right? Accept that is happening and then move like a river. Okay, you know what I mean, let yeah, the river yeah, take yeah. you, baby, because it's gonna take you somewhere. Man, I just thought I was missing out on some inner tubing that you were doing, man. Some tubing on the river. <laughs> Me and Jeff tubing, man. Shouldn't shouldn't fucks with the river because uh, that's how you get the meningitis. Yeah. Yeah. Also that. Also women. Mm. Why meningitis? Why, why men? Why men just why, get gitis? Why yeah. men just is it? Oh, is that what you get in the river? Meningitis? Yeah. I mean, probably not river. If it's well, L.A. River, if it's sort of one of those like weak rivers that don't yeah, when it's just up, a, yeah, a, a like, cess puddle yes. <laughs> <laughs> filled with turds. Yeah, exactly. Or turtles. Turtles. Turtle turds. Yeah, there we go. Turtle. Wait, day. who's that? Who is that? Wait, Who what that? the hell? Who am I? Hey, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the host of the wonderful podcast Creature Feature. She is the hilarious and brilliant Katie Golden. Hey, guys. Hey. It's what's up, me. Katie? What he said. It's that, that is me. Yes. You, God, a.k.a. Golden Arms <laughs> from Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Golden Arms is such a weird a.k.a. I oh. think it, that's a kung fu movie, though, right? Golden Arms? Yeah, is what he got that name. That makes mm. sense. Yeah. Um, there's so Or you, Kid with the Golden Arm is what the Oh, the, is. That's well, a it shouldn't be, pitching movie. Shouldn't be AKA the Kid with the Golden, golden Arm. arm. Right. Yes. Yeah. You got AKA the Kid with the Golden Arms. You got it. Um, well, Katie, it's great to have you here. How Thank have you. you been? Great. Uh Creature Feature season two just dropped. Just dropped. Uh, just dropped. Just dropped. Um, yeah, and you were my guest on it. Remember I that? know. I yeah, do remember that. Great. People uh, really liked uh, how you talked about eating, eating your own butt. Yeah. Did I talk about that? Flexible. Yes, you did. You did. We recorded a while ago. But yeah, I, it's been a while. I asked you what body part would you eat first in a sort of castaway situation, and you answered very smartly, I might add. Oh, uh, your butt. butt meat. Butt meat. Not yeah. like you were eating the butt mm-hmm. like right. that. Not like right. you're feasting upon no, no, no. the gluteal muscles. Yes. Right, right. Not eating ass. You think um, good marbling? Is that why? You're thinking of the yeah, marbling yeah, on it's there? just a lot of... A lot of Meat right there. Yeah, meat oh, yeah. and fat and yeah. sorry. In uh, that movie Alive, 
Remember with the, about the yeah, rugby team? Yeah, they go team? right on didn't the they, ass. Didn't they go start thigh. eating the dude's thighs? Yeah, yeah. but those yeah. are also professional athletes, so they got yeah. nice, yeah. like, thick Medi- thighs. I mean, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, guys, if we ever crash on an island, I will, I will give you this calf. That's right there. Wow. That's good eating Dude, right there. That's like a little ham. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my fantasy is for people to tell me how delicious my corpse would be in a cannibal situation. That's li- like when you go to the gym, your like gym goals should be I'm going to be delicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want someone to look Beef at me working up. out right. and do like that Looney Tunes shit where I just turn right. into a turkey. Right. On yeah, the treadmill. Exactly. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna eat the- that. Katie, yeah. so what besides uh, me eating my own ass is creature feature about? <laughs> <laughs> well, mainly that, I gotta right. say. But uh, it, episode it's... two is you guys talking about me eating my yeah. own ass. Well, episode three is you and your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I studied uh, psychology and evolutionary biology, and I, I've always felt that there is man and animal. Are we so different? Not really. Not it turns really. Out. Uh, so we talk about some of the craziest uh, behaviors in the animal kingdom and the human kingdom and draw parallels between man and animal and kind of ask you to dive right inside an animal. Get, get in there like you're Luke Skywalker in a tauntaun. There you go. <laughs> there you go. For warmth. For warmth. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, you, you will learn about humanity. You will learn about yourself and you will learn about the animal kingdom. It animal is manity. A, mm-hmm. <laughs> animal manity. Uh, manity is an animal. It's like planet Earth but without David Attenborough right. um, and just me laughing about poop. And like way darker <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some episodes people can look forward to this season? Well, we got a really cool one. I just recorded one on uh, animal metamorphosis and transformations and People don't learn as much about uh, metamorphosis in school as they think they did. Like it's like, oh, you know, a caterpillar wraps himself up, sprouts a couple legs, you know, turns uh, to a butterfly. Hello, I read Animorphs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fucking talking about I know about kids turning into rats and shit, or that one kid turned to a slob. Um, and and it's uh it's actually a lot grosser. A caterpillar will completely dissolve before turning into a butterfly. Oh, really? Yes. What do you mean? Goo. Uh, it turns into goo. Like if you cut, like it goes into its cocoon you cut open that cocoon it's just going to be caterpillar soup oh sh- and then it somehow recombines like yes. that's beautiful yes that is crazy yeah uh, the cocoon basically digests the caterpillar and yes. then like it builds it, it out it digests itself yeah wow. and then it uses its own soupiness to uh fuel its growth into a butterfly huh um, that would have been a great myth but it also retains its memories from being a caterpillar so that's a uh, no yes it retains its memories? Yes. Objection, you're wrong. Wait. After turning into a goo. How do we know that? They well, they did a, did a memory they did a test? Study. They're like, yeah, is this your mom? Study, <laughs> Pick uh, out your mom from these two. <laughs> well, they did a study where they paired a bad odor with a mild, or just an odor with a mild electric shock, and the caterpillars learned, like, we don't like that. That sucks. Uh, and then when they were butterflies or moths, uh, they exposed them to the odor, and they're like, nope, I am not going to fuck with that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's the sort of shit you will learn yes. on Creature Feature, you'll but then to... she will compare it to humanity, yes. and you'll be like, I am a caterpillar <laughs> after all. Uh, Are we dying every day? Right. You yes. know? My that's... toxic self is digesting me into a goo. Will I emerge a butterfly? Uh, all right, Katie, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. It is a Mengazi-tastic episode uh, where we're going to talk about the Moby show. Shit show, uh, his, you know, uh, <laughs> memoir, his insistence on being cool about right. preying on high school kids. Yep, uh, we're gonna talk about Tony Robbins, uh, who it turns out very problematic. 
We're going to talk about the Russians' plan to weaponize black Americans against white Americans and how they planned to do that and why it wasn't such a great idea. Uh, we might talk about a guy who doesn't know how to poop. We will definitely talk about that <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, we have to. I'm uh, excited. Uh, but first, Katie, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Um, so a recent one, I, I guess probably more revealing would be all the gross stuff I do about like frog with multiple legs is right. a recent one. Um, but like Don't the, most frogs have multiple legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, you got me. Oh, um, dad. Frogs with more than four legs. Um, uh, more than four. Yes. Wow. But you'll just have to check out my podcast to find out why. That's that's the bait and switch. Wow. Um. So, uh. But a more recent one is uh, Don Junior Molyneux that I searched, and I was like, "What is that?" And then I looked into it and. He apparently retweeted a white supremacist who... Oh, uh, Stephen Molyneux? Yeah, Stephen yeah. Molyneux, who said, uh, it's interesting that if you don't have a uterus, you can't have an opinion on women's issues, but you can compete in women's sports, which may sound like a word salad, which it kind of is, but it, it's ba he's basically saying like, oh, so women don't want to have their reproductive rights taken away? Well, what about transgender people? Right. Uh -huh. it, and? and it doesn't... It doesn't, if you're looking for it to make sense, it doesn't uh -huh. um, in any way. It's a very, very bizarre equivalency there. Yeah, like saying, well, we respect transgender people. Well, well then can't we take away your reproductive rights? Like it doesn't, right. it doesn't track. Yeah. And then uh, Don Jr., good old sitting on a tree stump Don, uh, was like, solid point. Yeah, right. There it is. Solid point, my man. <laughs> yeah. So that... Uh, just, yeah, just, you know, say the buzzwords to get people's culture war yeah. antennae right. up, yeah, and then yeah. they're like, oh, great. It's like, we should improve the city infrastructure. Well, what about the transgender people? Isn't Stephen Molyneux the dude who, like, who basically has, like, a YouTube cult where he recruits kids and, like, tells them to, like, yes. leave their family? Yes. Yeah. Go no contact with their family. Right. Um, which is, so it's interesting because he's stolen that from... Um, there's certain like things where it's like if you have a narcissistic abusive family, right? Um, there's advice out there that's like you can go no contact with that family because they're abusive. But he's basically like just do that with your family who thinks it's weird that you've like started fantasizing about a world without women or something. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like you're like so deep into the the his sort of like weird white supremacist like. You know, and then he always has those Ben Garrison cartoons on his website where it's like uh, Trump as a well-muscled man. Right. Where he clearly just half wants lion, to fuck Half lion, half man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he just wants to, like, get it. Yeah. He, uh, Trump can get ass. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, <laughs> um, but. That should be the name of his cartoon. Just Trump can get it. Uh, <laughs> lion Trump. Uh, what yeah. is something you That's think That's a is... Canadian uh, export. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, sadly. Thank mm. you, Canada. Thanks, Canada. Uh, what is something? Thanks for Jim Carrey, though, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, Instagrammable dessert places. Okay. Is overrated. Overrated. Yes. Uh -huh. Go on. Fine. Uh, that's what you asked, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, oh, that's why you don't like any of my cronut photos. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, that is why. Um, yeah, but like. There was all oh, four miles. He's <laughs> weeping. I've broken him. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but like there was, Fuck. like uh, the places where it's like there, because it messes up the Yelp ratings. Where like it gets a really high Yelp rating. I'm like, great, this is gonna be some good ice cream. But really, what it is is like they draw like 
Angry Birds on your ice cream, and it's like, wow, you've drawn an Angry Birds on my ice cream. Oh, interesting. And then it's and then it's like I taste the ice cream, and it's like, but this is crap. Right, it doesn't cream. taste good. Right, it, it just looks, looks good, good on Instagram. Yes, and so that's why people rate it highly. So I go, like I went to one where it's like they put ice cream, they pour like the cream out, the liquid cream on like a cold plate, and then roll it into little rolls. Yeah. It looks really cool. I just had that. Oh, it that looks really awesome. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't taste it's that good. good. No, yeah, it's not it's good. It's bad. It's bad, and they have like color-changing plastic spoons that like, like, turn purple when they're in cold and it's like wow that looks really cool and they write your name on the ice cream it's like wow it's my name is in chocolate awesome and then you eat it and it's like huh you're like what brand of ice cream is that it's like do you make it here oh no it's iris brand from smart and final right (laughs) but uh but the spoon's cool right yeah yeah yeah. and it tastes like you know if you've ever eaten ice cream that is like slightly freezer burned? Yeah, like melted and oh, refrozen. And yeah. then you get those crystal the, yeah, the, the crystal water like too turns hard. Icy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little chewy. Yeah. That's what it tastes like and they're doing that like intentionally. So right. I'm good on yeah. for the grammability factor. Right, for the, strictly for the gram. After dipping dots, we shouldn't have done anything else. Yeah. Dippin' dots was, were good. That was the peak <laughs> for me. I yeah. fucked with dipping dots. Yes. And I remember my friend Chris told me about it. He had come from the East Coast, only his family lives in Philly. And he came back one summer, and we were like fourth grade, fifth grade. He's like, I had dipping dots. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, it's like little teardrops of ice cream. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And then they had it at Magic Mountain one time, and I wasted all my money eating dipping dots. Yes. And I didn't do anything. But It's the mouthfeel. It is. It yeah. is. This is something we should look into, though, or like a Zeitgang. Get at us if you have other examples of there being sort of an Instagram filter on reality where like yes. p- there's like a vacation destination that's like super grammable, but yeah. then like you have to sleep like in a prison cell or something. Yeah. Like those those <laughs> Instagram versus reality. Like which, the fire festival. Yeah. <laughs> it, which I have mixed feelings about because on one hand, like, yes, Instagram makes everything look perfect and we should be pointing out that no, people's lives aren't perfect. This place right. isn't a fairy kingdom but also like a lot of those is just like look this woman looks like good in this photo and then like she looks terrible in this photo and it's like yeah I mean that's that's just photos though because like I'll take a photo I'm like oh I look good in this one and the next one I look like some kind of sludge monster oh that's impossible you know, we're like, all sludge monsters. No, she dresses up like a sludge monster. Oh, it's actually right. a really cool costume. It That's is. your second job. I, I forgot about that. I cosplay as a yeah. sludge, monster. <laughs> sludge monster. And I'd go to elementary schools <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "That's why you don't put toilet in your septic systems." <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? Paper. Uh, letting your dog hang out with you in the bathroom. Oh. So my dog has anxiety. Oh, yeah. scratches at the door. Yeah, and she scratches at the door, and it breaks my heart. And I was like. Why do we have to be separate? Why does right. this door have to separate us? So yeah. I let her in, and like she doesn't really bother me. She just like hangs out in a corner just and watches you, just yeah. watching. And it's like at first it's uncomfortable. It's like this feels very invasive. But then eventually it's just like now my dog is like is like her anxieties are like she doesn't have to wonder anymore like what horrible things goes beyond the bathroom door. Right. right. She, she after one time she's like I'm okay. I'm yeah, yeah. I get it. She's learned it's been do demystified right. for yeah. her. Um, well, yeah, no, it sounds like you guys have healthy boundaries. We do. Uh, what is a myth? What's something uh, people think is true you know to be false? Um, so the idea that Komodo dragon's saliva is riddled with bacteria and that's why it's deadly, that's not true. Okay. Um, this teeth? is going to change how I live my life. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. So like Let the, them the know. myth is like, like, oh, Komodo bites, like they bite you and you don't die immediately, but like they're, the bacteria and their saliva is so gnarly 
that it causes an infection and that eventually downs the animal. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, I have heard that actually. Um, yeah, the- or does it like your like your wounds begin to like necrotize or something? Yes, yeah. yes, that is that is the myth. The reality is that they do not have dirty mouths. They have very clean mouths. They're clean mouthed little scaly boys. And, oh, really? Yeah, and um, but they do have venom glands. So. Um, oh. They don't. It's not the bacteria. It's it's the venom. <laughs> it's the actual venom. And because like I've heard that since I was a kid. Like oh, Komodo dragons are so cool because they just have like disgusting mouths and they kill by just being nasty boys. Right. But like it's really just venom. Oh. And uh, so the way they kill actually like recently researchers have found quote they bite down with serrated teeth and pull back with powerful neck muscles. The result. Huge gaping wounds. <laughs> the venom then quickens the loss of blood and sends the prey into shock. Yeah. And then like- the- So you're saying that huge gaping wounds Plus taken venom. by a mouth that has venom yes. is are bad for you. Yeah, I don't okay. want to make a strict determination. Jack, who are you, who are you yeah, dialing on your phone paint. right now? <laughs> hey, you say, oh boy. <laughs> Gotta make a couple calls. So but, not a good pet for uh, to have around a three-year-old? Nah, I mean, look, I don't want to. I don't want to shame shit. people, but even if you put a uh, horse saddle on it, <laughs> on the back now of we're the talking. Dragon. I mean, if you oh, if you've boy. got a saddle on it, then then it's a then it's a steed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now it's a horse. You've really done it this time. <laughs> oh, please, sir. Your horse is very interesting. <laughs> sir, your <laughs> and. How do you think this myth got started that it was dirty mouths? Is it is it still humanity having being insecure about how dirty our mouths are? <laughs> I actually think it's because um so if a prey uh animal like escapes and then wanders off and then sort of like stands in some water, like they have these like watering holes and then like so like say a wildebeest gets bitten by a drag Komodo dragon. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not well, maybe wildebeest, but and then it stands in a watering hole. Um, I'm gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna have someone like call me out on Twitter, and being like, "Um, actually, wildebeests are not right. indigenous to any prey. Okay, let's like, recall any a prey. prey item goes into the watering hole and then like gets because it fucks with the river. It gets the meningitis. Right. Not oh. not meningitis. Right. But, but it gets an infection. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, and so it it like then like someone who's observing it, it looks like it's succumbing to an infection rather than right. just like venom. Oh, Interesting. but the necrotic wound is from the venom, right? Or is that just a uh, process of the that overall infection? That would still infection? be the impros- That would be the infection, uh, right? Uh, huh. Well, I I'm taking my Komodo dragons back to the store. <laughs> Do we know what animal has the like dirtiest garbage mouth? Hmm. Is it humans? Yeah, that's the sort of thing <laughs> that you can learn on. Creature future. We won't tell you. We won't tell you. It's we a mystery. Don't know. My we geometry don't know. teacher, Mr. Spelta. <laughs> oh, my animation teacher. I had this animation teacher whose breath always smelled like weed and coffee mingled together in like just decaying. Yeah. It was really. Ugh. Yeah, Spelta's mouth was like that. It was, like his saliva was like threading all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in, in the corners, and I was like, that looks like some Komodo dragon shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like the little white specks. Uh, oh, the yeah. corners. Then, I was like, oh, corner kick. Viscous, highly viscous. <laughs> highly the viscosity. The viscosity is off the. Was charts. a monstrosity. Yes. <laughs> like like cheese off a of pizza. Yeah. Ooh. Gross. Diet cheese. <laughs> Vegan cheese. Vegan cheese. Ooh. That thread's weird. No. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
And we're back. And Moby's back in the news yeah. uh, because of his memoir, which people are apparently reading at a <laughs> extremely slow rate because it's like we get one revelation every couple months. Um, but so the first revelation, Miles, we covered here on the Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. Uh, we were nominated for a Peabody for it. Uh, Peabody. Did not win. Peabody. Uh, Peabody. A Peabody. Yes. A Peabody Award. That's how the Brits, Brits pronounce it. Peabody. Right. Is, do they? No. Oh. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, but thank you for trying to make for my mispronunciation. Me, uh, oh, I'm also helping okay. you feel better about that. First story, our Peabody winning story, uh, was about how Moby uh, once, when he was drunk, rubbed his dick on Donald Trump as he mourned nine eleven. Right, as one uh, does. It was it was at yeah he he. How else are you gonna do it? He really yeah. did the <laughs> Tobias Fuque. I'm not gonna blame it all on nine eleven, but <laughs> right, it yeah. certainly didn't help thing mm-hmm. where he just blames an unrelated bad behavior on nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, now he's cell phoning with his weird description of. A failed relationship with Natalie Portman, who he claims to have dated when she was 20. He was 33. 33. Well, let's. I think, well, here, let's let's look at his. We have have so many receipts, so let's just go through them. In his book, he claims first that uh, they met when he was 33 backstage in Austin, Texas, and they were going to new uh, parties in New York together, and he would see her at Harvard and quote, Kissing under the centuries-old oak trees. At midnight, she brought me to her dorm room. (laughs) There's no oak trees. And we lay down next to each other on her small bed. After she fell asleep, I carefully extracted myself from her arms and took a taxi back to my hotel. (laughs) Uh, And then he said he was getting had some anxiety about the relationship. Quote, it wanted one thing, for me to be alone. Nothing triggered my panic attacks more than getting close to a woman I cared about. For a few weeks, I had tried to be Natalie's boyfriend, but it hadn't worked out. So he makes it seem like they were in a relationship and he was just too much of a tortured soul to continue dating Natalie Portman. Uh, Or the dude was just wild creepy. Right. And she was like, okay, maybe we kissed once and that was fun for a thrill and now you're not leaving me alone. Right. And yeah. there, and you laughed at the line about centuries old oak trees because you did go to a small school in yeah. Cambridge. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Massachusetts. They, I, don't, I don't remember there being a bunch of centuries, centuries old, old oak, oak trees. trees. Yeah, that you kissed under. I <laughs> no. mean, it's very. Oh, uh, you know poetic. the old kissing tree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of a uh, substance on it. Yeah. Uh. So then Natalie Portman <laughs> had to basically respond to this because she was like, I don't remember it like this at all her she says quote i was surprised to hear that he characterized the very short time that i knew him as dating because my (laughs) recollection is a much older man being creepy with me when i just had graduated high school oh my gosh he said i was 20 i definitely wasn't i was a teenager i had just turned 18 there was no fact checking from him or his publisher it almost feels deliberate uh and it says the book says they met in september 99 uh and she was born in june 1981 huh 18 yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Ew, yes. No. And so, you know, so he likes to prey on recent high school grads. Um, but Moby then couldn't just be some guy. He had to prove that it's true. Right. Um, and he posted a photo of them, like, from a while back. He's shirtless and mm. looks like a aspiring Terry Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the post, the text of that post is, I recently read a gossip piece wherein Natalie Portman said that we'd never dated. This confused me, as we did, in fact, date. And after briefly dating in 1999, we remained friends for years. I like Natalie, and I respect her intelligence and activism. 
But to be honest, I can't figure out why she would actively misrepresent the truth about our, albeit brief, involvement. The story, as laid out in my book, Then It Fell Apart, is accurate <laughs> with lots of corroborating photo evidence. Thanks, Moby. P.S. I completely respect Natalie's possible regret in dating me. To be fair, I would probably regret dating me too. But it doesn't alter the actual facts of our brief romantic history. Okay, dude. You're, you're already doing too much. Right. You're already doing too much when you're pulling up to people who just turned 18 and you're 33? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, like, by that definition, like, when I was, like, 17 or 18, I, I took a, a swing dancing class uh, that was open to the community. And so it was, like, there was this guy, this older gentleman in his, like, 70s or something. And he was, like, like every opportunity, because, like, it would be, like, all right, now you two, like, try swinging dancing. I was, like, please, no. Right. And then, like, he would just... Feel my hands. Oh. You know, in oh. a way that's like, he's like the thumbs would do things. It's like, it'd be like if that guy was like, wrote a you know, memoir. Me, like wrote a memoir and like me and Katie dated briefly. And right. it's like, mm, uh, uh, you were yeah. like giving me weird hand massages. You felt my hands a lot. I'll give you that much. There's another quote from Moby where he talks about how he figured out ahead of the writing of this book that you can say whatever you want about a famous celebrity because they're not going to be able to sue because they're a public figure. Whereas if he claims to have had an affair with somebody who's a private individual, they can sue the hell out of him. So he Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. So he basically <laughs> like gives up his whole plan to claim to have hooked up with Natalie Portman. To borrow a word from like the youth, uh, it's just a weird flex. Yeah, very, you know? a very bizarre weird flex. flex. It's, it's a weird flex to be like, like yeah, <laughs> I dated a barely eighteen-year-old. Yeah. yeah, but that's not the only person that yeah. he also uh, was. I guess part of his romantic history, as he claims. Right. He also dated a. Well, I don't know. He tried to hit on a, a pre Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Huh. Uh, as he describes it, she's she even short... younger, isn't she? Well, I think this is much later on okay. when he's like just fully weird. Uh, she had short bleached hair and looked like a beautiful elf. I oh, said, no, 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 no. Yep, here we go. I sat next to her on the piano bench and started kissing her. She kissed me back, but then stopped. What's wrong? I asked. <sighs> I like you, but I hear you do this with a lot of people. I wanted to lie to tell her that I didn't, <laughs> that I was chaste, sane, and ethical, but I said nothing. Wow. There's also I a wanted moment. to lie and tell her I wasn't a fucking this is player. How, yeah. This is how this conversation actually went down. He was like, you're like a beautiful elf. And she <laughs> uh, was like, oh, uh, I gotta do a go to the thing Wait, wait, now. wait. Do the tongue thing. Do the tongue thing. Oh, no, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's another excerpt I think earlier. I didn't put it in here, but they're talking about his like five-story apartment he had. Mm. And she was like, you have five floors? And like, yeah, pretty cool. She's like, yeah, you're the man. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I am the man. She's like, no, like the man, like the fucking destroyer, like the people who Lana come Del Rey, from, like that? the people who are put to the guillotines first. Right. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh, all right, Lana. I That's like fucking dope. You know, she keeps it G real. Uh huh. <laughs> Let's talk about other creeps uh, because Tony Robbins uh, just had a story released in the past couple weeks by BuzzFeed News, uh, the legitimate newsroom, not the cat list people. Uh, and. It's a really disturbing investigation. I had not really paid a lot of attention to him other than to know that he was like a infomercial dude with really like blindingly white teeth. And so I just knew that I didn't trust him. 
But so he, uh, they look behind the curtain of his super NDA protected, like non-disclosure agreements everywhere. Like you, you have to sign away your life just to like get into one of his seminars. Uh, and also you have to pay, like there is a tier of being a Tony Robbins follower that pays $85,000 a year. To be like to get like those are like the people who go on trips with him. Yes, and like you have his phone number and shit, right. or like or you have another phone number that is like his other side. So it's phone. a cult. Yes, it's very it's a cult culty. Pyramid it's scheme. very like Scientology ish. Yeah, and but with personal power, right? So it, cult. There's also yeah. <laughs> there's also a Scientology ish vibe to how he and his law firm react to the story. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like going after trying to destroy anybody who says anything bad and they're just like really aggressive. Well, so what did what did they uncover in terms of his behavior? Okay. So one of the more disturbing things in the initial story was the actual content of like the product that people pay for. He will like ask people if they've been victims of abuse and like uh in one instance a woman who was victim of sexual assault came forward and he like yelled at her for 50 minutes about turning herself into a victim uh and like his whole thing is like self empowerment but it also is like at the expense of you know people who have been victimized he's like you're just turning yourself into a victim where like they might be dealing with incredible severe trauma and he thinks because he a 67 you know handsome white guy handsome. was able to <laughs> Ah, he's gummy. I would describe him as gummy. It reminds me of when in The Mask, when Dorian, the bad guy, gets hold of the mask and puts it on. Right. That's what Mm -hmm. his face looks like. Yeah, he does look like that. Very gummy. But anyways, he's 6'7". He's, I don't know. He's a large figure. Right. He's a large figure. And he assumes that because he was able to, you know, get to a place of success by creating a pyramid scheme that everybody should be. Uh, By the way, that's also the model of. Uh, the four-hour work week or whatever the fuck. Well, that's that what all those is. those like life coach, success coach, entrepreneur people are. Is like, like they don't do anything other than tell other people to do the thing they do, which right. is do a which is impossible. success cult, right. right? Right, like a like, hey, you too can become an entrepreneur. What do I do? Tell other people how to become an entrepreneur. Right, yeah. and how do you do that? By telling them how to be an entrepreneur, right. or just telling them to be an entrepreneur. Which is right. You see all these books behind me? I've read every single one. These are my nine Lamborghinis. This right. is a pre-roll uh, for a YouTube Ty video. <laughs> Ty Lopez is going to be our generation's uh, Tony I, Robbins. Well, yeah, and he all his story is always like, I was five hundred pounds. Right, he and lost I lost some my weight. weight. And I got he, the woman of my dreams. Yes. I have a Rolex. Her. So apparently while he got that first woman of his dreams, he was constantly uh, sexually harassing and assaulting various women uh, followers. He was using his position oh, of power to like, you know, try and have sex with followers. It sounds like Nexium. Right. It's very Nexium-ish except without the ritualistic aspect of right, it. Right, right. Without um, the body branding. Right. Jesus, but up so to disturbing. the early 2000s, when he married his second wife, he's like, hey, since I've had my second wife, I have barely assaulted anyone. So, <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he's like, he frequently used his position to hit on women in the crowds. Uh, he would whisper to women on stage that he wanted to watch them have an orgasm. 
Uh, he had sexual relationships with women uh, who thought of him as a mentor, and he would make his assistants take dictation from him while he was in the shower and, like, would walk out naked. And one time he, like, dropped his towel in front of his assistant and, like, was, like, looking at her like she should do something. And she, like, reported running out of the room crying and was like, why does he think this is a thing that I would do? And then he would also often fire women after either having a sexual relationship with them or being rebuffed for a sexual relationship with them. Yeah. yeah well, he's like uh, the great motivational speaker for boomers who are having midlife crises. Right. Exactly. That's like, I mean, not to flame people I know. I know people who at a certain point um, in the middle of their life picked up the Tony Robbins tapes mm-hmm. uh, and were still alone. But, you know, <laughs> for a moment, I think they were doing well. Yeah. So anyways, in the interest of like being journalistically objective, uh, BuzzFeed kind of goes out of their way to talk about women that they s- talked to who he never did anything to and who were like, I swear up and down, he's like a great guy. And you're almost like, well, you know, this there's like creepy behavior here, but who's to know? But it's kind of the the rhythm that we're pretty familiar with now where a first report comes out and that gives other victims the courage to come forward because now four more women have already come forward with their own stories of sexual misconduct yeah. by him. It's also just textbook cult thing. So like like every sort of success, it, and like people think cults are, maybe there's like this misconception that cults are always religious. Yeah, or, or you, everyone's wearing in, the same thing or something. Right, right, right. Shaved heads, religious, believe in some kind of mystical, magical thing. That's not necessarily true. It can be like, uh, you know, I, I think like Nexium was not, it, it didn't have a kind of mythos. I, actually, no, it did. Like once you got in deep, right. that's the thing. They like, this is life coaching. And then when you get in deep and it's like, I'm the reincarnation of Jesus, now have sex with me. Yes. Um. So that structure, that rigid hierarchy of power where it's like, I am, I am God, right. basically. Yeah. I will tell you how to live your life, how to be successful if you just put complete trust in me. And that's a compelling thing because like, I think giving, I mean, that's what alcohol and on is like you give your power away to like a higher power and that helps you, you know, cope with um, addiction. Right. Um, It's used in like diet groups where you give your like that, that feeling of like, I'm going to give my, all of this stress away to a higher power. It's very compelling. Yeah. And so when that happens in a cult situation where it's like this guy saying like, just trust in me, put all your trust in me and I will lead you to success. Of course, people are going to be like fall for that. But then the danger of that is then he's God. And then when God tells you, hey, I'm going to just drop my towel, look right. at my naked body. Like, what do you do? You're yeah. like, oh, my, you know, that's crazy. Like, what the fuck, God? <laughs> right. Nah, not not all this, God. Yeah. And I mean, there's this there are like these scenes where a woman is talking about, you know, she has a emotionally and physically abusive relationship with her husband, like her husband abuses her and he blames her for being a crazy bitch a lot of the time. Oh my like, God. That okay. is re- legitimately a quote. All right. Well, Tony and then, Robbins. Yeah. And then you see like that he's very charismatic because the woman after that is like, no, but he helped me. Like that helps me deal with my right. problem and I got out of that relationship. So it's like- Defending it. Yeah. 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 It's the same thing with like Scientology. Like there's probably a handful of frequently useful ideas at the bottom of like all this charismatic shit, but- he is using them to, you know, get what he wants off of people and basically yeah, be a he's predator. A psychopath. Yeah, and he, he sounds like alt right too. Yeah. So, cool. Oh, yeah. really? 
Uh, he definitely the victim blaming stuff, like oh, like the vic- victim mindset. You right. know, like that's a oh, I hate that. That like rhetorically like you're, if thing. you have the mindset of a victim, then you'll become a victim. Yeah, right. Um, like I'm sure, like I'm sure that a lot of murder victims are like. I just feel murdered today. Yeah. Like right. I feel very murdery today. I'm like, gonna I'm manifest gonna... A, my my murder. Yeah, right. it's like it's like the secret where if you put out into the universe, like, man, gee, I feel like I'm gonna get stabbed in the face. Right. Like then it just happens. Yeah, it's it, that's kind of what I was getting at when I was talking about how handsome I find him is uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that like he's he's had a very fortunate like almost you know shockingly lucky path through his life where he's been able to, you know, get really rich and like come back from whatever he thought his uh, problems were. And so he just assumes that anybody who is suffering from anything can do that. And it's like, dude, you have so much fucking privilege just at the point when you were overweight and like thought your life was over. Right. Like you had so much privilege. Not everybody has that ability to like just get over their victimhood, like murder victims or like victims of abuse. Like, I, I don't know. It's I do just very if, frustrating. I think if murder victims just tried to not look so murderable. Don't mm-hmm. let this murder define you. Like if you're not wearing yes. like plate armor, you're basically asking to get murdered. Yeah. Well, actually, right. I disagree. If you are wearing plate armor, you're actually inviting that kind of right. uh, that's that true. kind of energy that's towards true. you, and yeah. I'm actually uh, doing a seminar at the Burbank right. Hilton Airport Hilton about how to prevent your murder. Right, right. Uh, and it's five hundred dollars for a one hour seminar, uh, but I will give you the secrets to really sort of arm yourself energetically from any kind of negativity that could bring a physical manifestation that would harm you. Uh, and probably put an end to your physical existence. But again, you know, it's not for everybody. Uh, and everybody, you know, who doesn't come will probably get murdered. If yeah. you like think your way into becoming sort of a, an amorphous conceptual mist, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. won't get murdered. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You can't stab a cloud. Hashtag. That's on a shirt. Can't stab a cloud. <laughs> His law firm, by the way, is a law firm by the name of Lavely and Singer. Uh, it's a mega Hollywood law firm with a client list that includes Bill Cosby, oh. Charlie Sheen. And Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's an interesting that grouping. One. Why did BuzzFeed do that? I don't know. Are those the three? If those are the three most famous people, fair play to them. Or are they trying to be like? Hmm. Are they trying to lump her into that group? Hmm. Interesting. That sounds like a. Like it a... seems like a weird crew for BuzzFeed to group together. Or yeah. maybe it's to show that they're not. Maybe they don't specifically deal in sex crime defense, and they know, just man. use Scarlett Johansson to soften it because they also do stuff to threaten people with lawsuits if you call out her yellow facing. Oh yeah, oh, so right, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, Tony Robbins, we're going to say a don't buy on his services as a uh, self-help person. Yep. Um, Please come to my seminar. On a yes. lighter note, a pickup line to use on Tony Robbins would be, hey, do those gum- gums go all the way up? <laughs> <laughs> all the way up! Oh, but he's Nothing a monster. Nothing can stop my he's gums. He's a monster. Yeah. I remember, like, wasn't there a Family Guy episode where he, like, literally eats a, uh, eats a person? He's just, like, some just big, like, hulking mutant. There's right. some depiction of him in a cartoon. I think it is Family Guy. I mean, anyway. his, his retractable lips do look very alien-esque. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, the lips retract, and then it's just teeth, 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 teeth yeah. everywhere. He's one of those people who has used the fact that they swear to be like, look, man, I fucking say fuck. Yeah. So, like, I'm cool. I'm not. <laughs> cool. I can't be un like inauthentic. I say yo, fuck. Yo, man, yo, man, check this out. Poop. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pastor Tony's chill. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Sit in the backwards chair style, like, hey guys, it's just like shit, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Man, yeah, it. he is definitely pulled up and turned his chair around backwards before sitting oh, down. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this plot that was uncovered uh, that was coming from the Internet Research Agency over <laughs> in Russia. Uh, there were documents that were recently released that uh, look at the inside of the, you know, IRA, the Internet Research Agency, where the, that Russian troll farm uh, that was funded by, you know, Putin's chef, that guy Yevgeny Prigozhin. Mm. Um, How rich is Putin's chef, by dude, the way? Who knows? So, right, I mean, who knows? Whatever, whatever Putin gives him. His basically. cello player is a multi-billionaire. Oh, so. yes. Right. So, uh, in some of these documents... They found like a few different plans that they had in terms of like really trying to exploit racial tension in the country. Like obviously they were doing certain stuff on social media, but there were some much darker plans uh, that they had. Um, One was just about, quote, deepening conflicts in American society to undermine the country's territorial integrity and military and economic potential. And part of that was about trying to manufacture a race war. And this is like, these were documents that they were not, like, there weren't a lot of details, but these are things that were going on the pitch meetings with the IRA of like, well, we can do this. this, this." So one of them says, uh, the documents contained proposals for several ways to further exacerbate racial discord in the future, including a suggestion to recruit African Americans and transport them to camps in Africa for combat prep and training and sabotage. Those recruits would then be sent back to America to foment violence and work to establish a pan-African state in the South, particularly in South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. The blueprint entitled, quote, Development Strategy of a Pan-African State on U.S. Territory, floated the idea of enlisting poor, formerly incarcerated African Americans, quote, who have experience in organized crime groups, and quote, as well as members of, quote, radical black movements for participation in civil disobedience actions. Hmm. I'm sure... Someone told them if a white guy came up to a black guy, be like, hey, you want a, a plane ticket to Africa? Right. They would get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> right. So I'm sure that, I, I don't no, know. No, 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 it's a camp. It's a camp in Africa. Yeah, no, 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 no. But we're going to show you how to like clap back at the country that <laughs> mistreats you mm. and oppresses you. Uh, I mean, this shows you, if one thing shows you the depths at which the Russians are thinking about how to fuck with this country and destabilize it by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, the state of police relations and the leadership in office, I think, is already doing a pretty good job of exacerbating racial tensions uh, in this country. Yeah. Do you think, what would our reaction as a country be to all the shit we're learning about Russia were, like, if we didn't have a regime like the trump administration in power like would we be at war with them would we, we would, just be sanctioning the fuck out yeah, of them? it would be it would heighten yeah i mean it would be I, ugly right anyone who actually saw like wow this foreign adversary is legitimately fucking around in our backyard yeah you would be like i'm sorry bro we're gonna hit you i mean first it would be sanctions and then they would probably escalate whatever there's i don't know where it would go and that's sort of the weird thing about the situation is like Trump, because he's just turning a blind eye to everything, is that on one hand the tensions aren't escalating, but we're we're giving the impression to other countries that like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want over here. We don't really give a fuck, right? Or the president doesn't. Yeah, the president. I mean, I I kind of with the caveat that I think Trump is a giant turd monster and I hate him, but I am. It's the one thing I'm like, well, it's good that we're not at war with Russia because 
we both have nukes and that's bad. Yeah, but I think, I mean, either way, this shit's going to manifest in some other ways right. somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's what'll be interesting if he goes out of office and uh, someone else goes into the White House, what that response is to yeah. the, from a new administration be like, just so you know, this is not your fuck boy, fuck toy over here. Like, right. I'm I'm actually going to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And then where does that go? Uh, do you but, think Putin behind the scenes calls Trump his fuck toy? I think he calls him I bet he that has. asshole, probably. Right. He's no, like, but I bet he like really like has some really derogatory fucked terms. Fucked up name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like well, about in, in how Russian, he's though, his would, bitch. In Russian, it would translate to something like, like potato in which I put my my wiener. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like fuck potato. Yeah. Fuck potato. My fuck potato. He is wow. my. He is how you call it the fuck potato. I mean, he's just <laughs> even in Russian they say that. Yes. <laughs> how you how call do you it? Say, how, how do say... I say in my own language? <laughs> a fuck potato. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly, it's it's a, that's like the weird double edged sword of this thing. It's like, yeah. well, there's no tension, but we're at the at the expense of our. A republic being sabotaged and, and creating something far worse. That's why I'm like, I don't, I, the response needs to happen. Yeah. Because it's not, things aren't, I don't think we're in a better place because we don't have increased tensions with Russia. I mean, we already do in a f- number of other arenas. Yeah. Just I, not over this issue. I do feel like, though, like <laughs> of all the sort of plots to like try to like create like an army out of people who, Clearly, clearly would never have any interest in doing this is a pretty uh, interesting, interesting play. Yeah. On their part. I mean, I think the person who submitted that idea, like that was a screenplay or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. imagine, though, they right. go to camps in Africa right. and learn the powers to bring that back to the land that enslaved like them Michael, and take it back. Michael Bay wearing a big like <laughs> mu- like big beard and being like, hey, it is me, fellow big Russian, Russian right. Michael, Michael of Bechelov. Mikhail. Mikhail. Mikhail Bayovsky. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people in the intelligence community refer to what happened in the 2016 election as basically like a intelligence 9-11, yeah. except it's Russia. And like if Russia had done 9-11, like that, that's the equivalent of what they did right. to the 2016 election. And if you really want to think of it to its darkest element, it's like that they put the person they wanted in the White House to fuck the country up as hard as possible. Yeah. And that alone would be like, uh, meet me outside, cash me outside. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, th- there's a, a audio clip that we just have to p- play for you guys. Um, this is a it's a podcast that we have spent the last couple days trying to you know fact check, make sure it's real, and all indications uh, from around the internet are that this is a real conversation that happened. Uh, so I like this. You've probably like put the most research. Right. This is this as is... hard as we've tried to fact <laughs> Look, I had to cruise Reddit cringe <laughs> right. to look through the comments. Usually somebody comes up real quick like, this shit is fake. I know because of this. Right. Or and, a bit that they're doing because yeah, it's on a podcast. Because, yeah, we all know how podcasts go. Right. Got to get uh, like some kind of like uh, body language expert in to look and it's like, oh, well, you, you... if you watch this clip, his this person's body language seems very real to me. Do and I want to in see the clip? This clip. So we're actually gonna plug in two miles of laptop the so Katie can actually see the video because his body language is 
part part of the thing that makes it so convincing that this is a genuine moment of uh, a teachable moment for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so this is them discussing just sort of bathroom habits around having a bowel movement. Right. Just like we all touched shit before. No, I've never shitted in a tissue before. You shit. You touch shit every single day if you shit. Like, you don't wipe yourself? It got shit in the tissue when you wipe yourself. You don't know how to get the... Why are you touching the shit? The tissue no. is for the shit. That's what I'm saying. You you grab shit no, all the no, time No, no, no. You're tissue. not saying that. You don't. Yeah, you You're wipe. You wiping. You grab the shit. You don't grab... Why are you grabbing hold shit? Hold on, hold on. Do you got so shit you stuck me, in your ass while on, you're taking... So you telling me that y'all just let the doodle fall in the toilet? Y'all don't catch it every time? Yo. I am about to leave, bro. How do y'all take a shit? I must have seen this shit wrong. My nigga. I've been catching my shit all these years. Nah, I'm more disgusted than like, I feel like I can't continue. What are you talking about? I'm, my stomach is So hold is on, so y'all just sit there and shit right and come right out. So, no way. What happens if you got the no runs way. or something like that? Yo, what do you do then? That shit, you wash your hair. Why do you think people? Wash your hair? I'm just gonna end it there. <laughs> so he he is uh, turning to people off camera while this is happening, like being like, he looks, "Come on, am I crazy?" He's like, he looks am I distressed?" Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Wait, what? You got? Come on, somebody back me up here." And if that's his... fake, then he should. He needs Oscar. an agent. Yes, he needs a fucking agent because yes. the he does great the bill, He could. He did he not know where it. he was. He did yeah. not know where he landed, and he was like, "What do you mean?" And then when he goes, "Y'all just let the doo hit the water." Right. When I heard that, I'm like, "Wow!" Like this is someone who wow, really thought I have that's been weird. shitting the whole the I'm, wrong the whole time. Was I'm that what you thought? To, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out like, because like, I'm trying to figure out the thought process there because. Why would you need to intercept the the ship? I know that's what I'm curious about, but this goes on to a larger discussion we're having right. is that this like taboo I think we have taboo topics where I think people can develop these interesting ways of doing shit like taking a dump mm-hmm. right because we don't really talk about it yeah, right like and you meet people all the time and you're like, you what huh yeah there there are these certain things uh i i've noticed it before with how you bathe it's just the sort of thing yeah with how miles bathes when i observe him uh it's it's I the sort of pointers, thing to be fair. you don't he you makes don't... he makes jack dick well. <laughs> right <laughs> jack podcast idea <laughs> <laughs> take take notes uh no it's it's a thing you don't really get feedback on um we've talked before uh, I think about how there are cultural differences and like white people are less likely to use washcloths. Right. And uh, I've gotten incredulous reactions. Wait, what? Uh, is, I, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a, a washcloth. That's well, like, like a well, like you use like something else though, right? Like a a poof or a nah nah. That's that's, that's white people stuff. That's like that's like late nineties, like the poof, like just a tiny washcloth. And soak okay. that shit up, and then you just so like it. so like it's that white people use things like loofahs or poofs, but no, uh, I grew up just using soap in my hands, in, not a wash rag, not a wash rag. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. See, these are all. And see, this is all. These are the kinds of things. But how do you get the? We wash it after, right? I mean, there's water <laughs> running over it the whole time. I'm not saying I was right. And then yeah. you use that. Then you leave that by the toilet, and then you use it to wipe your ass, right? Exactly. And then you then you soap it up in the shower, and then you clean it back and forth, right? Anyways. That's a joke. <laughs> you look but, so perplexed. Um, and there's also controversy around whether uh, you have to wash your legs. Uh, I'm in the same camp as Soren Bowie who tweeted, 
I'm so <laughs> upset seeing people shame others on here for not washing their legs in the shower. You don't have to wash your legs. They are self-cleaning. So are your arms and hair and butthole showers cause deafness that travels through water. Read a book. Uh, now, obviously, like, he exaggerated. Him, someone called him a dirty trifle. <laughs> and it's like, that is sworn to a T. Yes. That, so obviously, you think the he water was joking, just... but I am less likely to wash my legs probably than most other parts I... of my body. It depends. I have a... I definitely the my hamstrings don't get a lot of love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get my shins and my calf, and then I think I do a real half-ass sort of like swipe at the back of my leg. I feel like you guys trust the gravity situation with water way too much. Yeah. Like. Yeah, uh, I think I probably me, do. For me, it's like everything's got to go. It's all it's all those skin cells. That top layer of dermis, it's got to go. Yeah. You See, just... and these are things. That, well, actually, the thing is, in like Japan, the sort of. Uh, like wash rag that I grew up with is just like an exfoliating. Yes. Like, because I, I remember got, as a yeah. kid, my, like, you know, you would like scrub yourself to your red, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like how I was raised doing it. Then as I got older and I was like showering, because I used to take baths more when I was younger. Then as I started showering, I just got lazy and I would just hit the, you know, quick quickly on the legs. Not as much as I was like, Buffing it down. Right, Whereas right. Katie, you said you use steel wool and I one do, of those basically. grill. Uh, yeah, well, grill actually, I have both a pumice stone and basically what's like a file that has like uh, some grit sandpaper right. material on it Interesting. to just file down calluses mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's like everything gets filed, you know, buffed out. Oh man, my feet calluses. Woo. Boy, yeah, you want some Parmesan? With oh, no, why would you? <laughs> um, go on. But I think, you know, it's with like poo, uh, I'm, Anna looks like she wants to get something in. And Super Producer Anna Hosea, breaking news, what we about to say? I actually, when you were talking about this earlier, it didn't occur to me, but I grew up, Iranian culture, you use a watering can to wash your butt. And my parents mm. had, as I grew up, they had installed like little like handheld bidets to wash your butt. And then when I went to college, I had basically had to learn to just wipe my ass and not wash it. Wait, what do you mean? So like there's a thing called like an aftabe, which is it's most families, they just have like a watering can next to the toilet. And so you use that watering can to wash your butt. Wait, like, do you just like pour it down your back? Yeah. And you wash your butt a, with that it. That makes a lot of sense, though. And that's what they do in Iran. Like all in Iran, when you go, all the toilets have like a. So what? Hold on. Just if this is the can, I just lean forward and I just pour it down my butt. Crack? Yeah. Oh, that, but they're like usually a rat video. they're smaller, and so you can you know it's a lot easier is to there, maneuver. So is there like is there a wipe afterwards to sort of like you can wipe if you're on you know to like kind of just dry yourself off, right? Yeah. But for the most part, you always clean your shit. With well, that makes sense, but that's just another iteration of a bidet. But, yeah, that's a bidet situation. Yeah. Sure. Which... But you know you uh it doesn't go you know straight up. Yeah, yeah, right. straight up. But straight I, up. I didn't when I went to Wait, college. Wait, do bidets I go right to... in there? Yeah, they kind of like upward shoot blast. Up. Well, yeah. do they? But like. I'm saying, is it like an enema kind of situation? Oh, no, no, no. no okay. you, the power is not that. No. Right, I mean, right. but look, if you want It wanna... can be if you have a, a mistake. Yeah. If you, know, <laughs> if you, you want to set it to power wash. Right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, they don't, golf they don't have those in American colleges, so you have to learn to basically just wipe your butt. And it took me a very long time to feel clean. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Because I would be like, oh, I'm not clean, I'm not clean. I mean, you're right. probably right. Like, it seems <laughs> like water... Well, because, like, we never wash... If you think about it, we don't wash our hands by just rubbing a dry towel on it. Like, if you have <laughs> right. mud on your hands, you don't just, like, Wait, rub a dry... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you do soap and water, so, like, with, with the butt, like... Like, we're just like, yeah, just some dry paper. Just That'll smear it. do it. Just smear just it Just dab around. it a little bit. By the way, uh, do you guys use a washcloth when you're washing your hands? 
Oh no, you just use soap and your hands, huh? To wash one hand to wash the other one. Wait, Weird. what do you? Anyways. Wait, do you use a washcloth? <laughs> Anyways, Whoa. no, I'm just getting defensive. I'm getting defensive about my non-washcloth use. Uh, well, it all depends. I mean, you don't have to. It's just a. I think it's the same thing. I think the exfoliating part is the difference, right? Because right. you got to get them dead skin cells off. Right. right. I mean, like, where... if your hands get enough traction, I guess, like, then it should be fine. But yeah, right. you can get the skin For me, I just don't feel good unless, like, unless I'm glistening with, like, sort of that, that dermis being exposed. <laughs> right. Some muscle. My yeah. skin's weeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a weeping wound. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, but that's the thing, like, I, I remember you always see people with weird uh, shitting habits. My one boy, I'm not going to say her name, really good friend of mine, always shit naked. Fully naked. Yeah, I know people every, who are like that. Every yeah. single thing off his body. There I was can a conversation. that. And he would, in high school, he would put his clothes over the fucking bathroom stall. He would steal that shit <laughs> yeah. and take off. That is, that's you the, are opening yourself. That's the tax that. you pay. Because yeah. I'm like, dude, look how he's mm-hmm. shitting weird. Also, my friend's older brother, he shits with a towel on his lap. Because hmm. he just doesn't want. I have no idea. We tried to figure out what the warmth? logic was. I don't know. It's just like has so to he be... doesn't have to look down at his dick and balls. I don't know, but it's like it's like as if he's doing like a tablecloth on his lap. So he can the eat. Towel. Right. No, I think I don't know. Maybe he thinks like maybe the odor will come up between his legs. Oh, I don't I know. See. And that's me he trying to, to logically understand. In the particles. But what I always remember is like, yo, he takes a shit with the towel on his lap. That towel. And his brother, gross. my friend, takes a shit. Has to have the shower on. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that, that too. That which I is have weird. Done. That I've Why? done. With because all the steam, it's like you're taking a shit in 3D. Well, we're, right? well, <laughs> no, it's. I do have an issue with taking a shower after someone has gone. Number oh, two absolutely. In there. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, the the poo particles are mixing with the water particles. And it's 3D. No, it makes yeah. them heavy and they settle down. Oh, interesting. Oh, is that? Oh, I, is that what you do? No, no, it's for the noise. Right. Like, oh, it's for for like, the boys. No, no, for the noise. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, wasn't that a Bette Midler film? Anyway, I don't want to get too poop heavy because I think there are other examples of this that are not uh, necessarily poop. Like uh, we were talking about how you sleep. Like super producer uh, Sophie Lichterman sleeps face down with <laughs> pillows she's on either have, like, side late of her. Stage sins. Right. Well, it looks like she's like doing like rocketeering. <laughs> right. Like flying. Her arms are basically pinned behind her by pillows on either side and she's face down and she like her sophomore year of college her roommate's boyfriend was like yo you sleep weird by the way she's yeah. like sleep why like a are superhero. you watching me he's like sorry if we bang too loud in your dorm room but <laughs> Anyways, you sleep weird um, i i have to i cannot sleep unless like i pull my shirt i have to wear like a shirt and it has to like go over my neck like i have to like pull a turtleneck? it yeah well no it can't be a turtleneck so it has to be a normal scoop neck shirt and then I have to pull it over my throat and hold it there as if I'm like protecting myself from being strangled. Oh, wow. And yeah. I don't, I think it started like when I was a kid, like I was like starting to fall asleep and like a mosquito or some kind of bug like got in that little like neck dip oh, yeah. area yep. and that like freaked me out. Like the, the little the little neck dip right above Very your vulnerable. sternum yeah, yeah, yeah. like really creeps me out if anything touches it. Yeah. And so like I just learned that I have to protect my neck by like pulling and now I from cannot shake yeah, it. I about to say protect yeah. your motherfucking neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, from you guys. Golden arms. Mm-hmm. From Thank golden you. arms. There we go. Protects yeah. her neck. Um, yeah. So I mean, like now I have to I cannot sleep unless I do I that. I think that's I think that is evolutionarily sound. Yes. Like there's I a mean I'm not going to get strangled. Right. Under your neck and yeah 
no no way a strangler could get through your t-shirt through my uh, and and my hands <laughs> my meaty hands um <laughs> katie does have gigantic, gigantic muscly hands <laughs> um but i i feel like the vulnerability of the part of your body is like exactly equivalent to how ticklish it tends to be and mm. like under your neck is very ticklish. Yeah. Also under your arms. Where... Also like necklaces that hit you right there. Just like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Damn, that's like your Achilles heel. Huh? So yes, my family uh, used to keep all our socks in the same drawer. And like we just shared socks. And when my sister got married, her husband was like, what the f- fuck are you doing are you sock mixing <laughs> right sock <laughs> <Miss> nation yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. old timey problematic references um but yeah i feel like food storage we were talking about is another version of this where like what your family does is different from other families and when you find when you open yourself up to the world it's like wait what yeah like i would always people because but my mom being Japanese, like refrigeration, it was like more of a like a luxury. Yeah, or I'm not that there's a luxury, but just there was not as much of an emphasis to refrigerate things immediately. So when I started living with other people, and they're like, "Yo, why, why, why you're gonna get sick, dude?" Right. I'm like, "Motherfucker, I've been doing this. Yeah, and I'm healthier than you. So what? What is it? Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know if that's maybe I'm more accustomed to the bacteria. I don't know what it is, but I don't know if there's also logically, like scientifically, I should be sick. Right. But, in like, but in Japan, that's pretty common. Like, you yeah. just have stews and shit on the stove. You don't put it in the refrigerator right away. Yeah, my I was I was raised like completely opposite, where it's like everything gets refrigerated, right. even stuff that shouldn't be refrigerated, right. Right. like peanut butter. Right. And Her Majesty, my partner, she puts fucking chips. Yeah. In the thing, nuts, chips, everything. Yo, half bags of just weird ass shit. I'm like cereal boxes. Yes. No. Yes. No. I found yes. a bag of uh, mixed nuts in my mom's freezer, and I was like. Why? What the fuck and she's for? like to keep them fresh. Uh huh. Like oh, like batteries. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Whites are like everybody out of the way. This food's gonna <laughs> gotta get, go to the refrigerator. Get, no! get it to the freezer. But I guess that's more culture, right? I guess with the poo thing, I think that's born out of a taboo, right? Because it's not like there's a video you see as a kid where it's like this is how you shit in right. a toilet. There's a big, but like you really do. There is a focus a lot of times on potty training, so it, it right. just maybe maybe like some weird stuff got in there and like I just don't. The thing is, however anyone wants to do it is fine, but yeah. catching it bef- that the reason that bothers me, other than getting a turd on your hand, um, while it's still warm. Wait, there's too, another concern. Yes, is that <laughs> it doesn't. It's not efficient. What oh, I don't here understand. Oh, comes a scientist. Well, well, I just don't understand what the utility is right. of catching it. Like, like when you think know. about it, like, like when you think about it, like, why would I need to do? Like, like when I spit out, like, let's not make it about poop. Like, make it about brushing your teeth. You know how you spit out the um, toothpaste into the stink. Like, would you catch it first? It. I. No, you swallow right. it. Right. Yeah, you swallow it. <laughs> Wait, you spit it out? Yeah. You're supposed to spit it out? That's what... But that's the flavor is good. That is... It is the delicious treat. Another you, thing for that's your teeth soaring. and your belly. Wait, hold on. Do you spit out... Dan, you spit out your... <laughs> Fuck, okay. Another thing that Soren like, told me how he brushed his teeth, he was like, everybody does it this way. And I think his way was, we agreed, the more common. But like I think it was like, you have to 
brush with the toothpaste, spit it out, then like wash the toothbrush off, then like brush with the non-toothpaste toothbrush, and then like take water into your mouth and spit it out. It was like all this Whoa. big thing that like both him and uh, Dan O'Brien did that they were like, wait, you do what? Just because, yeah. Like, so they really want to make sure there's no toothpaste on your fucking yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a swoosh. I like to leave it on. You. I like I like it to because then it probably like sinks into those crevices. Yeah, and dissolves your teeth, which yeah. is the mm. idea. Um, but anyways, it's so minty. Uh, Zeitgang, we want to hear about the thing that you found out you do weird. Uh, yeah, or or some weird roommate that you had. Uh, and real stories only, because I saw on people on Reddit were just making shit up. That yeah. was unbelievable. We I don't want to hear your fake stories, and we can tell. I did see a Reddit story that I think might be true, where someone's girlfriend used socks to wipe. Like her on own? purpose? Yeah. Like not because she was out of toilet paper? No, because she didn't want to touch the poop. And so she put she would buy a bunch of socks, put the sock over her hand, wipe, and then throw out the sock. But that's even more permeable than like yes. a toilet paper. A, like a, or a latex glove. Why would right. you yeah. exam I, I gloves are cheaper? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. Katie. We need answers. Katie, find <laughs> out where Do you guys socks? Have... That's a actually that's kind of baller though. Yeah. You're like, yo, I use socks, motherfucker, and, the, and I toss them. And the story was that this guy found a bunch of shitty socks. <laughs> he was like, what's going on? And then he talked to his oh, girlfriend, no. and she was like, yeah, that's, I didn't want you to find out. And that's that's the thing about this story is like, she knew it was weird. But yeah, she yeah. Oh, it. that was my weird thing. Yeah. Coming this fall. <laughs> uh, well, Katie, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, Thank you. Where can people find you, follow you, hear you? Well, every Wednesday is a new creature feature. Uh, season two is up now. And if you could give it a listen, mash that like and subscribe. Mash it. Mash it. Um, and like rating and reviewing it is really great. And, you know, I- I'd really appreciate that. You can also follow Creature Feature on Twitter, Creature Feet Pod, like F E A T. Uh, creature Feature Pod at Instagram, uh, CreatureFeaturePod.com. CreatureFeaturePod.org.net. No, it's just .com. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Golden uh, or uh, follow me at ProBirdWrites. Yeah. That's also me. Yes. As a bird. <laughs> As a bird. As a bird. Filtered through the mind of a burb. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? A tweet I've been enjoying. Hmm. I, like I said, that person who called Soren a dirty trifle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably British. Yes. Yeah, they're British. Um, all right. Miles, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. A tweet I like is from a uh, past guest, Matt Lieb, uh, who said, Tinkerbell is the Disney character I most relate to because if I don't get applause from strangers, I will literally die. <laughs> um, and then, uh, since we were in a very cracked mood, from past guest Carmen Angelica at Carmazon Cheeses, Said, after several oversharing moments from complete strangers, I have come to the conclusion that I have resting therapist face. Don't be <laughs> fooled by it. I give terrible advice and zone out easily. And that is funny. Some people just do have that vibe where people just give you their whole life story uh, unsolicited. Mm. And if you if you uh, have met Carmen, you know that you want to tell her all of your life's problems. <laughs> she does really have that. I both care what you're saying and, and I hear you and empathize with it. She's a wonderful person, but uh, yeah, but? Leave, leave her alone. Oh, okay. Stop telling her all your problems, guys. <laughs> Give her a break. She may look like she wants to hear it, but she does not. 
<laughs> Andy Richter uh, tweeted, I masturbated with CBD lotion and my penis moved to Berkeley to learn ceramics. <laughs> uh, Chris Simpson's artist, uh, Get Bent Saggy, tweeted, remember to do this next time you're behind someone at a cash machine, XOX. And uh, it is, when you're behind someone at a cash machine, gently kiss their neck to let them know you are not a threat. Oh, boy. Um, and, is that from Tony Robbins? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. And finally, from at Posh Tick, tweeted, school reunion, setting the scene. Everyone, mirror selfies. Lana, slowly removing name tag. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me wow. on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, no. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, I like this track. Uh, it's by Parquet Quartz, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you fucking Parquet Quartz? I this do. one's called Before the Water Gets Too High. Mm. Uh, and I mean, look, given the state our earth is in, I think this is a very uh, appropriate song. Shout uh, out to Mike Huckabee's Beach House. Yeah. Oh, shit. We should talk about that at some point. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Huckabee, I hope your beach house fucking gets taken away by the sea. Huck a beached. Boom. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, wait. One more thing. Yeah. T Public has a sale still going on today, Friday. Okay. And you just get your merch because it's, I think, 35% off the it's whole as cheap store. As it's going to get guys. $13 tees. You know what I mean? Support the show. Yeah, we don't talk Support about our all merch of our much, shows, but yeah. uh, we got really good merch. The hottest merch. The hottest merch. I got uh-huh. some merch too. Yeah. 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 So um, everybody on here everybody. get ethnically ambiguous merch. Get that creature feature merch. Get that nerdificent merch. Culture Kings merch. And wear all the shirts at the same time, so you look yeah. real big. Yeah. <laughs> that tells predators yeah. that you are not to be fucked with. Or uh, buy one as a wash rack. The wash. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just use Daily Zeitgeist shirts to... Wipe uh, your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to smear your butt. It is. They're the least permeable fabric. <laughs> uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Huh. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. That's going to do it for this week, you guys. Have a great weekend, and uh, have a great long weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, with more podcasts, and we'll talk to you then. Bye! Glass belly bends before it cracks Embedded down into our path Paved in the crimson of our tracks Without the chance